everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. We are talking about the show Heartland. This is very exciting on Hallmarkies podcast. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hi. Yes. And Amy's here. Hello. Hope you're both doing well. This is, this is a pretty fun, I think, group of episodes, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Today we are talking about season two uh episodes 10 11 and 12 and uh we were able to have uh jessica amley on last week on the podcast so hope you all enjoyed that interview it's so fun to talk to mallory herself (laughs) very fun uh and so let us know what you think of that and other people that you'd like us to talk with we'll do our best uh and uh so yeah let's dive in and talk about this first episode called True Enough. True Enough. And the biggest part of this episode is Tim is being a man baby in his recovery. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, recovery of his wound. And uh, Callie comes over and realizes that he hasn't told anybody in the family about her or their relationship Mm. and so that's kind of the biggest thrust of this episode uh what did you think overall michelle um i I really appreciated the fake out at the beginning (laughs) where um amy's going through the the graveyard and you're like oh god tim yeah (laughs) we we know he's fine um yeah i loved all of the kind of the kind of setup of that but yeah overall um a good episode um i really liked a lot of the amy blue things as well uh-huh. what do you think um, amy yeah i agree with michelle i really like this one and i think too what was funny when this originally aired that last episode was like the end before the mid-season break so this was the first oh. episode back after like one or two months of not seeing anything like no one knew if tim was gonna survive when this originally aired so, like, mm-hmm. I just think of that and I go, and then, yeah, like you said, that first scene of her walking <laughs> with the graveyard there, I was like, oh my goodness, like, if you were watching this show for the very first time, you're, especially when it first aired and there had been two months with no episodes, you would have been like, yeah, oh no, he died. Out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then they they have all the hot dishes, which to me mm-hmm. made me laugh because, I mean, that is such a, a thing. Is I mean, whenever whenever you lose anybody, there's always a million hot dishes <laughs> different neighbors and everything like that and you're like and uh, <laughs> this is different but when my uh when my mom had uh my little brother this is when i was 16 uh and we we're in maryland and i guess the thing in maryland or at least in our neighborhood uh when you had a baby was to bring a cake was to bring a cake oh. Yeah, oh. and we had so many cakes and to the point where we were becoming kind of snobby about cake. You know, it was like, oh, <laughs> this one has the store-bought icing. It's far superior, <laughs> inferior. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, anyway, so you get kind of, when you get all those hot dishes, uh, you become kind of a, a hot dish snob, I think, sometimes. <laughs> I, I see my my grandma passed away like a year and a half ago now and we didn't really get 
No. I think there was only like one or two. Yeah, we mainly got flowers. <laughs> oh. So. That's probably California. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I yeah. th- it was a weird time of year, too, because it was right when everyone went back to school. So I feel like people didn't know also. That's the thing. Because mm-hmm. she literally passed on the first day of school. And since we're all educators in my household, I think people just didn't know as much. But, yeah, we only got one or two, I think, of, yeah. like, casseroles and stuff. Oh, the, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's the best. I mean, we call it the area <laughs> In Utah, we kind of jokingly refer to refer to the cheesy potatoes that you get as funeral potatoes because they're made a lot at funerals. My goodness. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, we gotta you gotta. I mean, who doesn't love a hot dish uh, when when you're feeling your when you're struggling like that? And, and uh, anyway, I just thought that was funny and. I loved also just the little detail of uh, the postcard from Mallory with the mm-hmm. save, save me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. This is so cute. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> and you've got, uh, I don't know what they were thinking giving Tim that bell. They weren't thinking. Like, that was a what? Bad choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a. Uh, one thing that uh, that I think that we all that the hearts I I am very independent as a person. The only time that I really kind of miss uh, being at home is when I'm sick and <laughs> I, and that I'm but because I just miss having like my mother to take care of me and <laughs> be like, oh, mom, help me. <laughs> <laughs> right i mean we've all uh, and and when i i had surgery on my eye um on my eyes like uh two twice uh in um this was in 2011 and 2012 and this was my parents were living in california and uh, yeah and so my mom came out to help me because obviously if i surgery my eyes i need assistance mm-hmm. and uh, anyway, and she was like, "I'll take care of me and everything." I'm like, "I should have surgery every year." Oh my goodness! This <laughs> is great. Get taken care of. So yeah, and, I thought that yeah. was hilarious, and I really enjoyed it. I'm uh, very fortunate to still live with my mom, so when I do get sick, I have yeah. support. She's the I, best. <laughs> I love and Jax is that uh, Tim's been milking this this bullet wound like a dairy farmer with ten hands. <laughs> oh, I love Jack scenes. I know. Oh goodness. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I mean, come on, we've all milked it. We've all done it. Oh, totally. I'm sort of similar to my dad where I just kinda lock myself away. Um and kind of suffer in silence that's oh. kind of my <laughs> approach to it um but my mom's like she's got a lot of health issues Aww. so she just is an absolute superwoman like she goes through she went through so much and never complains and I think that's just had such a like impact on me like I remember yeah. like 10 years ago it's the first and only time I've ever had the flu and I couldn't even walk in a straight line. And I'm like, right, I'm going to work. And my dad's like, are you insane? I can't even walk. <laughs> I'm like, <"Yeah." laughs> I think I all of us have been, 
I think all of us have been thinking about stuff like that since the pandemic that we were like, what yeah. was I thinking? Why I don't, what was I thinking going to, to work, school, whatever? You know, I, I think, think the about, only, like yeah. I have podcasted so many times with like a really high fever <laughs> and people never knew. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's true. But at least that's not like potentially hurting anybody. I mean, I, I think about all the screenings that I went to when I felt like death warmed over, but I was just trying to, know. you know, trying to make as, as a critic. And I mean, now you, you would never, ever, Mm-mm. I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but, but yeah, Tim's being a giant baby. And I do have to say that the, the men in my family, when they get sick, <laughs> it's not a pretty scene. It is, it is, <laughs> they struggle. And uh, I, I think that that is true here. And he's feeling super sorry for himself. And how do we feel about Callie, though? Do we like Callie as a character? Are you a fan? What do you think, Michelle? Um, I don't mind her. We, we don't really know her that well. Um, but I feel like she was really hard done by in this episode by Tim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he didn't tell them anything about I suppose it's not, it's not easy for him. He's not used to having these conversations with his daughters. So, But he should have prepared them. He should have told them that they were mm-hmm. seeing each other. Um, so it was a little unfair on her. I feel a little, a little bad for her. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're a little old for that, though. I mean, do they yeah, really... Yeah. Like, if they were children, you know, like young yeah. children, then I understand. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't feel like he needs to, like, sit his kids, sit his teenage and adult daughters down to be like, oh, I'm dating someone. I don't know. To me, that... I think it was more just like they were caught off guard like because all of a sudden this woman is here trying to take care of their dad and they're like they don't know her really at all Mm -hmm. so they're just like who is this and why is she here so I think maybe a heads up would have just been nice yeah like hey Uh, by the way I'm dating her (laughs) yeah I mean I don't think think either of them would have minded if if they just knew the situation Mm -hmm. yeah so boxer ho- horse uh comes t- for the v- a visit and uh he's uh he's not drinking he's not eating he's struggling and he has a a ho- horse owner named hank who is getting dementia is struggling and this is the father of amy's teacher miss miss uh miss adams mm-hmm. and uh, so, yes. Did we know that, or, or did I just forget that Jack's wife was a singer? Is that come up before? I think I it's been mentioned once before. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the really the first time it's like explored, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it turns out that Hank uh, was a singer. A guitar player in uh for uh what's lindy lindy for lindy's mm-hmm. uh band and so they're they're able to kind of make a connection and but miss miss adams is really mad at amy at first for bringing hank over uh to see boxer uh and it, this is definitely something i i could connect with because uh you know my 
my grandfather uh, had uh, had Alzheimer's, and uh, luckily my other grandparents uh, didn't have didn't have it. But uh, but it's a it's a tricky, really hard mm. illness. Yeah. To deal yeah, with. My, my great gran mm-hmm. had it. Um, only ever saw her once or twice, but um, it's a strange thing. Yeah, she thought I was my mum, and that my mum was my gran. Uh huh. Remember just being a kid and just being so confused about what was going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's such a when you grow up and learn about it, it's such a heartbreaking, scary disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can be kind of erratic and yeah. uh, even kind of mean uh, at times. Yeah. It's it's just a a really hard illness. And uh, yeah, Miss Adams is pretty angry at Amy. Uh, and yeah, what did what did you think of all that, Amy? Well, I completely understand where Miss Adams was coming from with that because all of a sudden he's gone and he's sick. I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Florida, but they on like the Florida highways, how they have the, um, I think they're called silver alerts on the billboards all the time. And I get Mm -hmm. like alerts in my city too, all the time for older people who have just like walked out of their houses and they don't know where they went um, and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I could like feel that like definitely that's a scary moment when you're like my dad has dementia and he's missing (laughs) like that's a scary scary moment for anybody so that happened with my grandpa who had alzheimer's where he wandered off and we found him in like the backyard of a neighbor just Mm -hmm. like totally confused and I, he was all telling the story about how he climbed some wall or something. I mean, it, 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 it was in retrospect kind of funny, but also very scary at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it, it's a tough, it's a tough situation, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, then you have Kit and Ty getting pretty, uh, pretty tight here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do you like Kit and Ty, uh, Michelle? Um, yeah, I really love yeah, Kit. Like I said in the previous episode, I feel bad for her that she's kind of got stuck in the middle of the, the love, I, I don't know, love square at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really like Kit. I don't know if it's just Tatiana Maslany that I like or Kit that I like, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they're really cute together. I, yeah, do you agree, Amy? I mean, they're cute together. I don't really like Kit as ty's girlfriend i like kit the character and i wish kit more yeah. was the character of being amy's friend than being ty's girlfriend oh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like one. so mm-hmm. but yeah i mean, I mean you got to get some yeah. conflict but i i get that <laughs> uh so lou makes mark uh constable mark a mixed cd and that brought me back <laughs> i love making mixed cds a playlist just isn't the same <laughs> yeah Yep. It was the best. I miss that. I miss making mixed I think CDs. I've still got like a pile of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to make mix CDs of all my favorite like TV shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I suppose like, okay, you can do that on Spotify now, but it's just not the same. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. I loved that. and But it's sad because she sees him making out with a, another woman. And he's all like, hey, well, we weren't really serious or whatever. (laughs) That was lame. Yeah. So Mark is lame. We don't like Mark. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but Tim and Mark get into a fight uh, at a point, and uh, they lose Boxer, but then Amy finds uh, him out with all the cows. And mm-hmm. uh, so that was good. Because he yeah. was a dairy horse, and he likes those cows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amy's feeling a lot of guilt about Tim's injury. Feels like mm-hmm. uh, everybody who gets close to her ends up injured or dead, which is dramatic. But uh, I mean, she's sixteen though, and yeah. like she was in the car when her mom. Oh passed, yeah. and like she's definitely got some trauma left over from that, and especially with her dad not being in her life for all that long. Yeah so far like it's been like maybe a year like definitely having that fear of like is he gonna leave again i think is also kind of playing out in this as well plus i don't feel like the she has really been able to process her even her mom's passing yet not that you ever are like really truly finished with something like that but it seems like she was just back working so soon Mm -hmm. as from uh, when it happened i mean something like that would be just life altering so it's probably also sort of part of that coming up as well as uh, what happened with her dad and so then amy and caleb uh are fighting in the in the barn and Caleb says, when I love a girl, I go down fighting for her. And then they have a kiss at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty, pretty fun. Oh, Caleb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it would be helpful if we knew what girl he actually liked. It, it changes every episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to say, throughout the series, Caleb goes through the ringer with girls. <laughs> oh all right well this next episode is called starstruck and in this episode you have a hollywood uh diva woman coming hollywood star coming and uh, there's paparazzi and all kinds of stuff and they have to sign non uh, non-disclosure agreements and there's all kinds of of drama involved with that and uh what did you think of this one amy overall i mean i thought this was funny i thought this episode was well i feel like some of it was like filler type stuff because this i feel like is kind of like a common trope like the you know the famous person goes to try and you know get in touch with their roots or something along those lines yeah um but i think it was pretty funny i mean mallory was hilarious oh. about the whole thing yeah. and Oh, yeah, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was a funny episode. Yeah. Uh, we were joke. I was joking with Jessica on the interview that she, she said that, uh, she's like, those cabins are really nice. We're like, you could stay uh, in those cabins for quarantine. It wouldn't be too shabby. It wouldn't be too bad. Um, yeah, that was hilarious when they walk in and Mallory is there. She's like, don't worry, nobody has slept in this bed. I can personally guarantee it. And there she is. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. funny. What What did you think, uh, Michelle, about this one? Have either of you seen the Hallmark movie um, Love and Paradise? The one with Luke yes. Perry? 
this yeah. just reminded me of that. I was like, is that, I'm sure I've seen this before. I was like, oh no, it's that Hallmark movie I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the TV cowboy that goes to a dude ranch. Yeah. Um, yeah. It <laughs> just reminded me, I was so distracted. Um, yeah. Or yeah, Rocky, Rocky Mountain Christmas is basically mm-hmm. the same, too. Yeah. Same plot. Yeah. Uh, I I really thought that she was irritating. I know she's supposed to be irritating, but boo, it's like over the top irritating. Succeeded, (laughs) yeah, in being incredibly irritating. And so far, I mean, not that they're going to show their diva divishness around me, but I have to say, I've interviewed a lot of actresses. Uh, (laughs) I have yet to meet anybody. Ooh, everybody's been pretty grounded and normal so far we'll see but uh but yeah this Hopefully lady hallmark attracts the normal people. i know <laughs> uh, this lady was a lot she was mindy mindy fanshaw was really uh, i don't know especially her getting kind of involved between ty and caleb and oh, all yeah, that was just ugh. She was having a ball though. She was just playing them all off each other and causing drama for no reason. Oh my gosh. And yeah, and so Mallory's there in the cabin. She Jake has helped her to to escape from (laughs) school. And uh, so that was really good. uh, I love Jake so much. Yeah he's the best yeah it was really good and uh, you have ty and caleb both being kind of swoony over mindy and i don't want to be mean to this actress but i did feel like that that she's not like she wasn't like supermodel enough to for that kind of you know what i mean for that kind of swooning i mean hudson's a small town though rachel (laughs) i guess that's true but i think that that i mean i personally think that the actress playing lou i forget her name uh michelle mitchell or michelle morgan michelle morgan i think she's way prettier than this uh than this supposed movie star that you know these men are fawning after i think almost every woman in this cast is more beautiful than they Again, don't want to seem harsh, but I just feel like they could have cast like a supermodel. Would have probably yes, strange casting like a model. He's kind of like a uh, like a horror icon. Like she was mm-hmm. in Hannibal mm-hmm. when she was in these kind of cult horror films. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, horror films doing just snaps. Um, so she's. I don't know if if this came before them, um, but that's just in my mind of like. She kind of plays these campy, like horror characters. Oh, this, see her, this actress. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, you see her play this kind of crazy, like, yeah, I don't really know what she was going for in this, but um, yeah, it was strange. <laughs> just, just for Ty and Caleb to be so like swoony and oh, you know, like I, yeah, I like, don't they know. Don't have an, like, like, they don't have enough ghetto problems at the at, Mm-hmm. present time they need to add another one to the mix right <laughs> i think too the the thing about in this movie because this is 2009 so she had this character had very much the same like as the demi lovato haircut at that time period oh yeah yeah like yeah. same kind of look that's true which, yeah. yeah like like a demi lovato look. Look. 
<laughs> but so Mindy meets Pegasus and she is uh she loves Pegasus, but she ends up uh she ends up taking uh taking Pegasus out even though she's not supposed to and Pegasus has stiff bones and bruise bruises as a result. And that is frustrating. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Plus, she puts in a review while she's still there that it's a one-star roach motel on the... Uh, so she's the worst. She is mm-hmm. the worst. Uh, but then you also have Soraya, who is mad at Amy for not telling her about Mindy, which I think is stupid. I mean, come on. They have... All you have to she's literally legally not allowed mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so yeah. bad for, for soraya she's kind of had to fall out with amy a few times over really petty things mm-hmm. yeah i don't mm-hmm. know i thought it, it, she should be able to understand like literally i legally couldn't tell you uh <laughs> like i understand ashley would get maybe ashley would get upset because that's just kind of ashley's character and personality but like Soraya, I was like, mm, it was really not that big of a deal. And also, this girl turns out to not be the nicest person anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then Ashley wants to, uh, she goes up to the ranch trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, but also she wants to ride Apollo. Uh, but, you know, Caleb has to say, you know, uh, has to pretend that there's other reasons. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, but how, so Apollo's still at at uh, heartland then at this point well yeah because amy technically technically amy bought him so Mm -hmm. he's amy's so yeah yeah. uh so then yeah then there's all kinds of drama between ty and mindy and caleb and this whole thing (laughs) and uh then you have Lou finally getting frustrated and kicks her out says you're gone and <laughs> the uh the the agent calls at the end and and she says oh sorry we're <laughs> which is good and mm-hmm. then Jack uh uh talks to Jake uh he says if it, if it isn't the Lone Ranger <laughs> <laughs> and uh mindy gives amy uh the fancy belt Mm -hmm. Uh, and then amy gives it to soraya so that was basically the episode yeah it was a little bit filler yeah so all right then the last episode is called divorce horse and this is a horse with a curse comes oh my gosh this this episode foreshadows so much for the rest of the series oh goodness anyways and the thing is like i can't tell you what it's foreshadowing until we get to like season nine oh my gosh (laughs) they were planning they were doing what star wars failed to do actually make a plan I don't know if they were planning or if it was just coincidence. That's the thing. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, what happens in like season nine, 10, please tweet or DM me or whatever. And let me know if you think like this was planned or like, if you think this was just like a coincidence that this happened, but yeah, anyways. 
Continue, yeah, Rachel, so Mackenzie is back uh, from the uh, from the divas uh, week weekend um, uh, from uh, from Lou's friends, uh, and she was the one that was very high maintenance, who had gluten free, allergy free, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now she's back. Um, she's going to get married. She wants a small wedding, and she uh, she. she uh, has kind of abandoned all her high maintenance things which i mean it's a little bit confusing because because like food allergies don't just go away because you just mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they're not like cool anymore uh, but uh but yeah i don't know i don't love this character so i didn't love this episode i found it a mm-hmm. little bit of a chore to get through <laughs> Uh, I found her kind of annoying and I didn't really like Lou in this episode either. Uh, I don't know. What did you think, Michelle? Yeah, Lou was tough in this episode, um, especially with Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I feel like Lisa is really just trying to find her space in this family. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not quite mm-hmm. done that yet, but um, yeah, I felt really bad for her in this episode because they, they could have found a way to kind of work together and mm-hmm. and really get this wedding kind of going the way that they originally wanted it. Um, but yeah, you just kind of saw Mackenzie's reverting back to the the corporate retreat. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie, <laughs> like, oh, from the beginning, you're like, oh God, when is she going to yeah. turn? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I feel like that that Lou should have been more understanding because it seems like Mackenzie really likes all of Lisa's ideas and yeah. is, is receptive to it. And I don't know, just the whole thing was frustrating. I mean, I, I don't like wedding stuff. I, <laughs> wedding movies, yeah, wedding episodes. I just, yeah. I can't tell without this. Uh, and you had, uh, Ian was the, uh, is the fiance of Mackenzie and they didn't really have much chemistry. You kind of felt sorry for the guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are you doing? Uh, mm-hmm. but I did love when he comes, I thought that was hilarious when he comes up on the, the night and shining oh armor was- thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh God! I almost died. Oh my God! (laughs) Yeah, that was really funny. Uh, But yeah, this divorce horse is pretty intense. It bites Ty and Amy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was almost surprised that that they would even continue working with a horse that bites. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she does yeah. say it's very expensive if she can actually show it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lisa's trying to get this horse, uh, to so that she can show it. But it's uh, it's breaking up marriages and mm-hmm. couples, and Spartan doesn't like it. Nobody <laughs> likes this horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we find out that Mallory's parents are coming home. And so she thinks that, oh, they're getting divorced because of the curse. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a mess. We'll also get uh, Amy asks Caleb to be her date to the wedding. So that's kind of cute. Um, 
Caleb thinks that they should put the divorce horse in with the other horses, um, which is not what Lisa wanted, mm-hmm. at least at first. Uh, but, um, but yeah, yeah I don't like, know. I want the horse to stay clean. I was like talking yeah I mean, especially when it bit amy i found that kind of surprising yeah. like oh my yeah. gosh yeah mm-hmm. um horse just wants to be a horse mm-hmm. and uh so there's all this back and forth about planning what kind of wedding and and i mean i i don't really think you could get the invitations out i i, I don't really so they're saying they're going to invite 150 people to this wedding but who the heck does who the heck does Mackenzie know in Harlan? Mm-hmm. You know, like are they all coming as guests, and it seems like if that's the case, then like where are they all gonna stay? Is what are they gonna do? You know, like and and how <laughs> the dude ranch isn't that big. <laughs> I know, and how are they putting this all together so quickly and then canceling it so quickly? Uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't really make sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a matter of days that she's going from all these supposed rsvps from nothing to rsvps to canceling um you know something that should have taken literally years uh people plan these kind of these kind of events sometimes and yeah. so it, it didn't really make sense um yeah. and we don't really see the mom that's kind of orchestrating all of this as well like yeah making appearance, so it's like okay yeah it doesn't really hold up when you think about it well and lisa <laughs> is trying to kind of be a middle ground between the mom and Mackenzie uh, and trying to get something that will, that they'll both like. Uh, But Mm -hmm. then Lou is mad at her for doing that, but Mackenzie seems to like it. So the whole thing is really confusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Lou just, unleashes on lisa about how uh how did she get involved and uh you know why did she mess up with her uh her business and her life and she's also mad because lisa tried to be kind of a matchmaker with this on online (laughs) online friend um and so yeah i don't know did you do you have any defense of Lou in this or do you feel what do you think Michelle uh yeah Lou was tough in this episode um and yeah this Mm kind of hints at what's to come especially with our our online friend so Mm -hmm. yeah can't really say too much (laughs) uh Peter is the name so yeah very interesting and uh so yeah i did love that mallory is looking at the um how to remove a curse in three easy steps i'm like wow that's a i mean they they have a very robust library mm-hmm. <laughs> in Harland. that made me laugh <laughs> um, and so she she thinks that she got rid of the curse because of her uh, things she did, but and who knows maybe she did. <laughs> and, I'm not sure if she did successfully though, <laughs> just because of what this episode foreshadows in mm-hmm. you know quite a few seasons. Not sure if she did get rid of that curse, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Lou says, "I am 
not going to apologize to Lisa. Lisa needs to apologize to me. So she's being kind of a brat and Jack knows it. Jack's frustrated. Jack says, I've never been so disappointed in you in Mm -hmm. all my life. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, Amy goes to visit uh, Caleb and Ashley is there. Ashley's car is there. Uh, so mm-hmm. mm, that's going on there and I, so and, and Caleb how old is Caleb supposed to be um I think at this point he's like 20 or 21 so tech and, and then how old is Ty 18 so both of them are technically dating a minor yeah but anyway this one was just eh, for me it wasn't my favorite but yeah there we go that is the three episodes so uh let us know if you're listening what you think of these three episodes and which one is your favorite of the three and we'd love to hear in the comment section or on twitter that would be great and uh, michelle where can people find you at michelle r benson on twitter great and amy uh, you can find me on youtube instagram and twitter at it's amy craig great make sure you're following the podcast and homework is pod and homework is podcast all of our social media and if you're listening on itunes please leave your ratings and reviews and if you are listening on youtube please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel we sure appreciate that as well and if you want to follow me i'm at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes so please check that out and uh, thanks so much everybody uh, we have our merch store which has some heartland inspired merch so check that out and our patron groups lots of fun stuff going on and uh yeah we'll talk to you all next week bye everyone